Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope that you are taking this week off, taking a lot of time for fun things with people that you love. I hope you're slowing down a little bit and disconnecting and all of the things. So I have a short and sweet episode for you today. I just finished reading an amazing book called Idea. It is written by my friend Samantha Dryling, and she is an amazing mama of two and a entrepreneur, and she's just amazing. She's like totally just up my spiritual woo-woo alley, especially this book. So I had a short and sweet interview with her about life, about her book, about motherhood, the divine feminine, awakening your inner goddess. It's good stuff. Literally anyone who considers themselves a woman at any age should listen to this podcast episode and grab her book too. I'll put that info in the show notes. Just wanted to send this out to y'all. Make sure that you're taking some time this week and next to relax and receive and be in your divine feminine and enjoy all of the joy and wonder and magic that this season brings. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Welcome back to the You Do Woo podcast, everybody. I have a very special treat for y'all today. My friend and new author, well, this book has been out for about a year now, but my friend Samantha Dryling is on the show with us today. Samantha and I both work for the same health and wellness company, and we're just now getting to know each other and meeting, but I have been following her on Instagram for quite a while. She's one of my expanders as a businesswoman and mama. And oh my God, after reading this book, so her book is called Idea. I'm going to link it and give y'all all the information because you've totally got to check it out. And she has the audiobook coming soon, but it is freaking amazing. We're going to go into it more, but I can't wait for y'all to read it. In the book, she talks about literally everything. To be honest, I haven't totally finished it. I like read half of it. It's sort of meant to be really, I think, read slowly and worked through like a workbook. So then I was like, okay, I'm not going to rush through the rest of it, but I skimmed through. You talk about marriage, motherhood, money, manifesting, sexuality, consumerism, religion, shadow work, so many more things that I'm like obsessed with talking about that we chat about here on YouTube. So welcome. I'm excited. Thank Thank you for writing a book. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you like it. I know that this book came out, which was crazy. You started writing it in 2019, but it came out in 2020. 
And in human design, as I've been studying human design more and more, there's something that we learned about in our first class where, and I started, I took this class in like 2019. So this was before this even happened. They said that in 2020 was going to be the beginning of a seven-year deconditioning period that would end in 2027 that was all about the rise of the feminine Mm. and switching from dogmatic societal constructs like religion and corrupt political systems and moving towards a more individualistic type of thinking, more emotional and spiritual awareness. Did you know about this when you decided to write this book? No, I did not. It's crazy. Like, I always wanted to write a book. You know, I always, I had different ideas over the years, but it was actually the very beginning of 2020. It was like January 2nd or something. And that's when I I like looked in the mirror and I was like, God, angels, guides, whoever channel a book through me this year. And I just let it go. And literally like it was two days later, I didn't know what my book was going to be. about. I didn't know it was going to be about the divine feminine. Like I didn't even know that much about it, but this was all just stuff that like, it was like all these puzzle pieces of my life, which you obviously read throughout the book just started coming together and all these stories. And it was like this actual theme and message. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the book. And then it was like, it became this persona, like this, like literally the goddess or the Dia, which is goddess in Latin, which is idea. We're claiming the goddess as myself and changing the ideas and perceptions that we have about ourselves to open up, to broaden and to expand into who we truly are. It all just started to come together so quickly. And it was like a rush. Every single morning I was up at 4.30 or 5, like my fingers couldn't move fast enough. And so I had the book pretty much written within maybe four months. And then the editing process took another five months maybe. And literally it was nine months in and it was published. It was like birthing my next baby was nine months later. And that's another, you know, metaphor and topic that's in the book is our cycles and intending and birthing our desires and all these things. Like it was so magical and so divinely or like, it was not me. It was, it was, you know, it was my higher self or my Dia is kind of what I call her now, the goddess that I believe is within every single woman and every single human, right? We all have this higher self and you can call it whatever you wish God or higher self or whatever. But yeah, that's how it happened. It was crazy. And question, so that was the very beginning of 2020. You have two children. So you had one at that time. One. She was just about to turn two. Did you get pregnant while you were writing the book? Yes. So I got pregnant in May or April, April or May. So then, yeah, I was pregnant throughout all of the editing, all of that. And that's why you haven't heard of it because, you know, by the time I launched it November 1st, I was having a baby in two months. Yeah. And so then it was like, you know, cleaning, organized mode, all of that. And then it was also like, I'm going to do a home birth. And, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen in the hospital. And I actually haven't told my birth story yet, but it was like, I did have a home birth and ended up having COVID while I gave birth. Oh my goodness. My whole family had it. And you feel terrible or you just had it? I didn't know I had it until three days after. 
three days after I was like, okay, I look like I'm dead. Like my face was like yellow. And like, I ended up like losing a lot of blood and the paramedics came and stuff like that, which could have been apparently because of COVID as well. But yeah, it was like a crazy, crazy thing. Because that little baby has all all the antibodies. He does. Yeah. And it's good that I didn't go to the hospital because they would have tested me right away. And then I don't know what would have happened when I had my baby. So, Um, and then luckily, you know, we, we recovered and we did everything that we could to support our bodies and all of that. But yeah, it was a wild year. And then after that, it was like a year, a month later, I lost my dad. And, you know, and so it's just like, it's been a crazy year so far. So I haven't until just a few months ago, gotten the chance to be like, I'm ready to like get the word out there. And then I was really called to do the audio book because I'm so much about, you know, the energy and speaking and, and like sharing my story. And so that was so much fun. So much fun to record. And that'll be so helpful, I think, for other busy mamas who really can only like listen to podcasts or audiobooks and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's me. I wish I could say that I sit down and read a book every day, but I just don't anymore. Like I listen to audiobooks. So I'm like, yeah. I know that I need to put this out there in this format. There's something about reading a physical book though, but with yours, it was very much something that I want to, like, I've only gotten through chapter five, I think. And I'm like, I want to slow down and I want to do the actual workbook homework. So Sammy gives like homework at the end of each chapter. It's sort of like workbook style and it's so freaking good. It's like, I'm trying to see how many chapters are there as far as like 17-ish Mm-hmm. I feel like you could even take like just one per week or something and do a whole deep dive. There's so much goodness. But yeah, I was asking about, you know, how old your first child was and getting pregnant because I, my child just turned two and I feel like I'm just now getting my creativity back and like yes. having these, these ideas and these downloads from source and all of that. And so I was like, was her child one when she wrote this book? Because, you know, we all do the comparison thing. And I'm like, what am I doing? I need to. Get oh my God. No, out. <laughs> no I, I didn't feel myself again until my first daughter turned two. Yeah. And when she turned two, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to feel normal again. And I'm going to have energy again. It was like this opening up of like, oh my gosh, like I felt better than ever right when she turned two. And so then I, I felt like that for about five months and then I got pregnant again. Yeah. And okay, in the book, just yeah. giving y'all a little bit of a sneak peek, you do talk about your first pregnancy and having morning sickness and all of that kind of stuff. I was really sick for like 14 weeks and then thank God it lifted and went away. What was that like for you in the second pregnancy? It was a lot better I still had the like extreme morning sickness. I still had to go on medication. That's how bad it was. I, like both times I could not stand up and go pee without getting sick. Oh man. It was so bad. And it was all day and all night. So with my second daughter, I had to go on the medication again. Again, like I, I mean, I'm a natural girl. Like yeah. I will try everything natural before, but I also pregnancy and birth and everything definitely made me more balanced with like embracing modern medicine and 
and all of that. So I was really grateful for that because I could actually function, but the medication that I had to be on was sleeping pills. So like all day long, I'm on sleeping pills. (laughs) So that was about, I think I had to stay on that for about two months with my second one. And then luckily it did subside. And, you know, I did some other things as well all the natural stuff as well to try to help. But you know, when you've puked up something so many times, you just can't do it anymore. It's rough. Oh, for sure. I totally understand. I was just asking to see what my second pregnancy was much easier. Yeah, I'll say that. And I definitely believe that at least from my experience, there's so much of a reflection of like the inner work that you're doing or that you haven't done. Like I talk about in my book with my first daughter needing to purge so much. I'm like, what am I letting go of? Like, what am I having to create space for? Like to create room literally for this soul to come in and to come in through me as the vessel. And like, what am I holding on to? Or what have I not let go of? And it really, I think it stemmed back to my childhood when I had really bad anxiety. And every morning I was felt like I was going to be sick because of anxiety. And so every morning before school, because I was being so bullied, I basically sat in front of the toilet feeling like I was going to get sick. And so I think it all stemmed from like change and feeling out of control. Yes. And so, you know, a pregnancy that we did not plan within four months of dating felt like that. And I think that was what I had to heal, which I worked very hard to do. And yeah, the most beautiful blessing and we love her so much. And you write about it beautifully in the book, the the spiritual healing and all of that kind of stuff. It's just so cool. And so much of it resonated with me, man. Okay. So there was a point in your book, I think the chapter on ancestral patterns, which is nuts because I'm learning about all of this, like the ancestral DNA and all of that. My mom's side of the family is all from Germany and there's so much like depression and alcoholism and suicide and mental illness and all of that. And me and my sister talk about that a lot. My sister is a child therapist and we're like, okay, this stops with us. Like we're doing to have it stop with us because it's not happening anymore and we can break the patterns, you know? Yep. But there was like a part where you were talking about getting into a fight with your husband and you being like, this is just who I am. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I might start crying. Like that resonates so much with me because my husband and I got married later in life and had a child later in life. I'm 38. But being single for so long and having my ways and the way that I am, and I'm very like stubborn and type A and like control freak and all this stuff. Lately, the arguments that we've been getting in, it's like, well, this is how I am. And I just started bawling when Mm. I read that part in that chapter because I was like, this doesn't have to be who I am. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just like needed to hear that. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, you're making me cry. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm so glad. And it's it's such hard work to do because you have to literally. And I I believe that that's what a spiritual partnership is, a a conscious growth, sacred partnership is you're coming in to expand one another and to grow one another and to question how you've been and to not be so defensive. Now, obviously there's times where you're going to stand in your truth and you're going to, you know, whatever. But a lot of the times we are arguing for our limitations and we're in that cycle of continuously creating 
and outplaying the patterns that we don't want. And it's just out of what we're used to and out of defense. And it's crazy. Like it's, it's so eye opening. And that moment in our relationship was such a pivotal moment in my life. Like, I just remember the whole feeling sitting down on the floor in the bathroom being like, I just argued with the love of my life. Like we're about to have a baby. And I just argued for me to stay in a pattern that I don't want to continue. That makes literally no sense. Just because I'm so fired up with emotion and these patterns that I don't want to play out. And And it wasn't even necessarily something that my family did. Yeah, A lot, it was just normal, you know, just felt normal to me. And I I think we were kind of arguing about the emotions, like, like he was so calm all the time. Like we would get into an argument and he would just be like, okay, well, let's work through this. And I'd be like, like, just like so emotional. And I think I identified as that emotional person. Like I'm a Pisces. I feel things so deeply. And like, all of these things. And, you know, why do you have to yell at me? Why do you have to be so, you know, why are you, you so in my face? Let's just talk about it. That was kind of my husband. And I'm like, this is just who I am. Yeah. And it's like, well, well, how much more harmonious would it be to have a beautiful, loving conversation with my partner and work through these hard things? Obviously it's not perfect all the time, but to be able to actually sit down and from a non-biased place, hear each other, both feel heard, both listen, not just interrupt all the time and defend, and then actually work through it and change the way that I want to be. Because I don't want my daughter to feel like she has to go on the roller coaster of emotions all the time. It's huge. So I'm glad yeah. that it was impactful for you. I mean, I've read all of the books about love and relationships and, you know, communication and everything. And it was your book that I was not expecting to like learn this from. It's so crazy too, because so I'm 38 and I feel like the past few months, and I feel like it's going to continue. God has been putting people in front of me that are so much younger than me and being like, Hey, this is a teacher for you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, part of me is like, Oh, well, they're so much younger and they don't know, you know, all of these Mm -hmm. things. But like, I do the same thing. I coach 50 year old women all the time. It's weird because I believe in in past lives that we have several lives. So whatever whatever everybody's belief is, that's fine. To just hear me out on this. Like I think that we evolve each time that we absolutely come back into this life yeah. as a human. And so you could have way more lifetimes than me, and have some of those lessons that you learned in your last three lifetimes that now I need, and they're coming through you in this book. Which absolutely. Is- I believe the same. And I definitely believe that our children are that as well. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's a few things in my book where I talk about my daughter teaching us lessons when she's two. And it is so powerful to not like to take our egos out of it. And, and that's also kind of the divine feminine is letting go of like the hierarchy of everything. Right. And we have this hierarchy with age where it's like, I'm older and I'm wiser. And it's like, exactly what you said. Well, what if you've had five lifetimes and I've had 500 lifetimes, you know? And so it it really is like allowing our, and also, you know, if you believe in God or, or something like that, it's like, well, if we're all streams of God, if we're all God's children, if we're all, if every single person interacting with you is God showing up to give you a message or a lesson or a test or whatever, 
then it doesn't matter who they are or how old they are or what they look like or where they came from or how much money they have in the bank or what car they're driving. It's like, if you can see everything as a gift to you, whether that's a lesson or a blessing, then I just feel like life is so much more magical, you know? Yeah. And that, and I, that's the divine feminine. It's like flow and equality and love and harmony and this total like deconstruction of all of these hierarchies and constructs that like basically our whole world has been run off of for centuries, really. Yeah. And you talk about so much of that. I mean, we could do a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. About so much of that in the book too. So, okay, you already sort of gave us the rundown timeline as far as writing the book. You wrote it in about four months and then it took five or six months to edit and mm-hmm. get published and stuff. Is this self-published? What did that process look like for anybody who feels like they have a book inside of them? Yeah, absolutely. So I did it all through Amazon, self-publishing, KDP publishing, and it was very easy. I mean, pretty easy. And I I think that, you know, there's like, (laughs) there's a lot of things I could go into right now about Amazon and and all of that stuff. Like, and I have these things that go back and forth. Like a a lot of people like, I don't want to buy it off Amazon. And I'm like, okay, well, it's on pretty much any other book website. You can get it there. But like, I'm also super grateful for Amazon because I you know, normally to get a book out there, you would have to either spend 50 to a hundred thousand dollars to get a publisher to work with you. If you're not a known author or you're not a celebrity or whatever, or you have to send it to thousands of publishers and be rejected by so many, you know? And so I think it's amazing that there is that service that anyone can go and share their work and their message with the world in that way. So yeah. I did it through Amazon. There's also another company called Ingram Spark. And that brand is another publishing brand that basically puts it on all of these other platforms. So like you can go to barnesandnoble.com and you can get my book on there. Like most book websites will pick it up. And then also that way I can also contact different local stores and they can buy it through Ingram and put it in their store. But that's a lot more legwork for me or like my publisher or assistant or whoever I'm working with. Yeah, totally. That's good to know, though. And I'm glad that you went ahead and just did it because I know sometimes we have to like dance with the devil with the things like that as far as as Amazon. I mean, I still buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. The goal is to not have to do that. But we needed your book out now, not in 2027. So I appreciate That's how I felt too. It's like, okay, use the tools that are available and it's great. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is your human design. You're also a generator. I'm a manifester generator. Oh, manifesting generator. Okay. Got it. But I did want to go over your cross of incarnation really quick. So one cool part about human design is the four numbers in the cross of incarnation, that is sort of like four themes of your lifetime currently that you are meant to learn and then also teach. You just turned 30 and 30 is the time when you really start teaching the things like before that, especially your 6'3 profile before that you're learning all the things and experimenting and going through all the like hard stuff. 
And then at 30 is when you start being a teacher, really. And so your four areas for your incarnation cross, first of all, there's left-facing crosses and right-facing crosses. Left-facing means your purpose on this earth in this lifetime is for other people, not necessarily for just your evolution, which means it's like one of your last lifetimes, which is Mm -hmm. cool. Like you're very evolved. You've had many lifetimes. I'm a left angle as well, but most people are right angle cross of incarnation. And then your numbers are 30. The channel 3635 is about inspiring people towards emotional depth speaking about experiences and helping people solve emotional issues. So that's Mm. cool. Channel 659 is all about facilitating closeness. And this is like an intimacy channel, which is really neat. It's like a type of energy that goes through and breaks through people's reservedness, like the, you know, the just table conversations where it's like, whatever, you're like, nope, we're going to go deep. This is what we're doing. Like I've been talking about this for the last two days that I just can't do that. So that makes a lot of sense. Channel 1020 is a voice for self-love in the world, teaching others how to embrace their self-love, which is your freaking book. Oh my God. And I have another project that I am being so called to that is all about that. So So there you go. Exciting. Okay. And then the last one is one I have too, which I think is really beautiful. It's all about creating flow in life and it's having a natural sense of rhythms and rituals and teaching other people how to have that for themselves. So learning about the moon cycles is like really huge. I know that for me, this is a huge deal in my life with control over time and releasing that and being Mm -hmm. more like in the receiving mode, sitting back feminine kind of mode instead. So do those all resonate with you pretty well? Oh my well? gosh, yeah. Yeah. I have a whole chapter about the moon cycles and, yes. the, and your other cycles. So good. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the You Do Woo podcast. Thank you for Bye. having me. It was so fun. I know that we have lots more that we could talk about, but I do want everybody to go out and get idea and read it and take your time reading it. I'm going to like now slow down a lot and go and journal through the prompts and all of that kind of stuff. But if you are a woman, you must have this book. You don't have to be a mom. You, you know, there's some talk about motherhood and all that kind of stuff, but you don't. I mean, I wish I would have had this book when I was 20. So absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I definitely recommend everyone does the prompts because that's the soul work. That's the hard soul work that, you know, you got to work through and it's there for a reason. A lot of people don't do those things in books, right? That is the work. I mean, you can just read it and absorb it if you want to, if you feel like doing that, but I would also then do it another time. Yeah. I have a lot of people who said they like, they read it in like two days and then Mm -hmm. they went back and read it again and did the prompts. Well, Sammy, how can everybody connect with you? You can connect with me through Instagram at Awakening Dia or Sammy Dryling. And my website is awakendia.com. So awakendia.com. And there's links to the book. We're going to be having some really cool workshops every full moon in 2022 that are all free. And yeah, I would love to connect with you all. And we'll uh, be sharing the audiobook real soon as it comes out in the next few days or few weeks. 
perfect. I will put all of this in the show notes. If you loved this episode, do us a favor and screenshot it, put it on your Instagram stories, tag each of us. I'll put our Instagram handles in the show notes and let us know how you loved it. Thank you so much, Sammy, for coming on. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at yudowoo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect.